1: Tonight, we got them. Goldie, the Sulk, and
0: J.C. The chemical, disgusting, 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 disgusting display. And it starts right
2: now. Oh, welcome back <laughs> to another episode of A Typical Disgusting Display, a podcast for writers by writers who hate writing. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to be talking with Yasser Lester today, and we're excited for that. seems like a great guy. Uh, Goldie, I had a – boy, this was like out of a Hitchcock movie. I had a little discovery that relates to you, um, to Family Guy, to life. Mm, So people, fans of our podcast probably remember in our very first podcast, I believe, Mm. uh, we talked about a situation – where, Goldie, you've, uh, you have written a very funny book and you signed one for our friend John Viner, who was not asked to be a part of this podcast, and then only to have it turn up in a little free library um, sometime later, your signed copy to John Viner that he had just blithely given away.
3: Right. And
2: he blamed it on his uh, then-girlfriend, Lily, and you had made a little joke about Lily in the inscription. You called her to to John, my friend John Viner, and the first Lily, you know, a, yes. and made some joke. And, so and I was Viner... signing a lot of books, and I was trying to give
1: everyone a little joke in each. So it wasn't <laughs> right. a super premeditated act no. on my part. No, right? It
2: was. It was a. It was a, a very funny situation, um, and we turned it into a Family Guy episode that you wrote that aired awesome. actually last week, called yes. The Bird Reich. Very funny episode, yes. and that that story was was very well handled because it was you know true to life. A lot of funny stuff in there. So Viner had blamed Lily potentially seeing this inscription and wanting to get rid of the book. So cut to uh, our house here on the Cape. We have a, a fr- we have a bunch of people that come for for July Fourth. One of our friends who came um, got us this nice gift. It was like this sort of piece of art. Ah, and yeah. uh, to, to hang around the house. But he also had everybody who was there sign it. So people have like all signed this, this piece of art. And I had never really looked at it that closely because there are just a lot of signatures and sometimes you kind of get lost in it. And the other day, my eye traveled down to John Viner who had signed it. And he oh. was here last year with his girlfriend, Lily. And yeah. John Viner signed it, John Viner and Guest. <laughs> <laughs> no. Which is which what? is first of all hilarious of John, but also it totally wipes out the credibility of his of him saying, well, Lily must have thrown it out because she was upset that you took right. this jab at her. When he's making those jabs himself. But
0: even worse too. Wow. <laughs> yes.
1: I thought first I thought you were gonna say he signed it John Viner in the first Lily, like he stole my joke for <laughs> <Right>. signing <laughs> something else, which would that would have been amazing. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, Thanks. I mean, I, you know, I know how screwed I've been in this situation, and, and <laughs> each, each detail that's situation. unearthed is more and more incriminating, and I kind of wonder where it will all end. I yeah. know. How many so- humiliations am I going to suffer? <laughs> 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 oh, I'm sorry. Any, First joke of the day. <laughs> yes. First joke of the day.
2: <laughs> yes. I think many more humiliations to come, but this one, I think, is, is exonerating for you. I mean, this, this is like, it's a humiliation, but it's also an exoneration. Yes. Well, it, it, it,
1: until that artwork shows up at a Goodwill and then the, the giver <laughs> finds it there, then they won't know how I felt.
2: <laughs> oh well, I I was laughing uh, the whole time, so yeah. that was that was enjoyable for. Uh, me. But I, yeah. I I would Bye, have Lily. had I been there, and I I wasn't invited. But had
1: I <laughs> had I been there, I would have refused to have to sign it, <laughs> and I might have given a sort of 1776 style speech to encourage others to join me and not sign <laughs> it, because why why don't, it's a. The artist has said all that needs to be said. Yeah,
2: (laughs) right. Yeah, in a way, I guess so. You you can't (laughs) sign someone else's at (laughs) At. (laughs) painted by Picasso and John Viner. (laughs) Yes.
1: That actually might be a good thing to start doing is you find pieces of art. You buy them, you add your signature, <laughs> and then you just start hanging them up, and and everyone, and you're like, who knows who painted it? I mean, there's two signatures in a hundred years, no one's gonna know.
2: Yeah, it could have been John Viner, it could have been uh, Picasso. Picasso is kind of the only artist I know, so that's what I keep saying, <laughs> saying exactly. it over and over and over. <laughs> uh, so that was that was a humorous thing that happened over here on Cape Cod. But but Goldie, you had uh, a little something going on on your end. Well, I've really been enjoying the NBA playoffs this year. Oh, oh, I've nice. so been good. watching but
1: from the play-in game on and the play-in games a, a great innovation because immediately there are stakes. Yes. You know, and as as I told our friend Craig Kilborn uh, privately in a text there's nothing more exciting than a deciding game one.
2: <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's all you need. to that, – That's it. Single elimination. But so
1: I've been watching. You know, I've I've seen about three quarters of the games, and I think the players are better than they've ever been because they've had the benefit of watching Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, and they've integrated their games into their games, and they have better training methods. And I just think we're seeing the peak product, and the games have been unbelievably exciting. So very. I'm watching, and as you hear this, it was a week ago, you know, because we tape a little early. But I'm watching the incredible Jimmy Butler game last Mm -hmm. night against Milwaukee. I think he had 56 or 57. Yeah, I pick it up. Yeah, I pick it up around the fourth quarter, and the Heat are down 12 or 15 or something. They begin this incredible comeback, and Butler is amazing. And I'm getting really wrapped up in it. I I don't care about the Heat. No, I, I, I've never thought about the heat till last night. Uh, So I'm watching and he's, he missed a three pointer. He had a three point play and I I find myself, I'm jumping up and then he, he hits a three pointer and I'm just full on like, yeah, like I'm just, (laughs) I'm I'm screaming and, and then he hit a second three pointer and I'm, I'm out of the bed now and I'm just going, yes. Yeah. And I, again, I've never thought of the heat before, but I've decided like, I've been approaching who I root for and how I root for them entirely wrong my whole life because yes. 99.9% of the rooting experience is dissatisfaction because by the nature of the games, only a few people succeed and yes. Yes. only a few players are able to be the one who helped them succeed. So yeah, most, most of what you root for never comes to pass, ever as a fan. But you have the option of just Deciding, I'm gonna root for who whoever is winning every game as it's happening. So I'm rooting for Jimmy Butler. And had Giannis then done this incredible thing, I realized like I should just be going, like, yeah. <laughs> and, and like I should just go to games from now on. Like I should just have a bag with both jerseys. Jersey. <laughs> and maybe I have the top three or four players on each team because I've never enjoyed it more than the seconds I was rooting for Jimmy Butler. And he was having the most kick-ass performance of his career and pulling off this incredible upset. This was all I want when I watch a game. So yes. from now on, I am only rooting for whoever is winning and excelling in every game I watch. <laughs> I love that. Uh, I think going forward, great, this yes. is a
2: great plan. You may have – this is a huge innovation. Yes,
1: hacking. And I can't take credit oh, yes. because
2: <laughs> you and I both read this book called Unscripted about Sumner
1: Redstone who was yeah. this – cutthroat media executive who ran Viacom and the real life succession where his two pseudo girlfriends living in his house are battling for control of his company with his his family but one of the incredible details in this book uh was that he was born outside of Boston and and he was a Red Sox fan for as many of us are born into Mm -hmm. and so people would always say you know oh Sumner you know the Red Sox are doing great and he would, whatever but he would then if the Red Sox were bad and the Yankees were good he would just say he was a Yankees fan and he was so powerful it was this Trump thing no one would call him on it and right. Right. so they'd say Sumner the Red Sox are having a terrible year and he'd go I don't care you know I, I root for the Yankees and then <laughs> when so the Yankees were, were bad he would just go like yeah, I'm really loving that, you know, as a Boston fan, anytime the Yankees are bad. And so I, I realized I am now a total sports agnostic atheist, and I'm, yes. I'm rooting for whoever is succeeding in the moment, and I cannot wait for every game. I'm so excited. <laughs> There's amazing. so many games tonight,
2: and only good things will happen. <laughs> That's such a simple way to improve your life. I, I think it's, it's a really genius idea. And again, all credit to Sumner Redstone. <laughs> yeah. I mean... That that was a hilarious detail in the book, and I did catch that, of course, because as a Red Sox fan, I'm tuned in to say, "What the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but why? I like, know why. Yeah, why? the players
1: themselves don't care. They switch teams all the time, willy that's nilly, true. William,
2: William,
4: William, <laughs>
1: <laughs> they get less touch with than we do. So it's, we shouldn't have this allegiance that's painful ever. It should yes. only be joy all the time.
2: Take notes, friends, because that's the way to do it from now on. You're a fan of all front runners. It's the way to yep. a happy life. <laughs> I love that. And uh, the way to a very unhappy life is our next segment, which we like to call Johnny Jokes. Whoa, frog!
1: Oh,
3: oh, i hi! hired.
2: Here is Johnny. A new vocal styling. I love that. there. I love Good that. one. Uh, Innovation. All right. yeah. What do we have this week? Okay, here we go. Well, this is a kind of a sweet story. Uh, the term Queen Camilla was used officially for the first time on the invitation to King Charles's coronation. And while that may sound nice, the full sentence was actually King Charles will arrive in a Queen Camilla-drawn carriage. Thank oh, you know.
1: where was that? The Mulaney week. We I, had impressed him. I, I had it.
3: I
2: had it. I had it and I decided not to use it. You and blew now I'm, it. I blew it. You could have it. impressed John Mulaney, but you blew it. <laughs> I, blew you blew it. it. I blew it. I blew it. All right. Uh, this, this next story. Boy, this is odd. Uh, Kansas Republicans have passed a new anti-LGBTQ law. That allows for forced genital inspections on children who want to play sports. Boy, what'll they hear about the tuck rule? Oh. It's just getting the term tuck rule out there with no I should have that was like you from, just
1: you just stopped the car as hard as you could. I just hit my
2: head on the
1: windshield apparently. I just brake
2: checked Goldie and JC. You, you went from the best joke you've ever told on this podcast <laughs> to maybe the worst. To and that's that. That's the dichotomy of me. Uh here's a little fun story. Well, Due to an illness of its planned pitcher, the famed San Diego Chicken threw out the first pitch at a Padres Dodgers game last week. Mm. Uh, Predictably, it was a balk. (laughs) (laughs) And we're back. And we're back in the middle. We're going eighty down the freeway. (laughs) And we're back. By the the way, I love the San Diego Chicken. I know he's the best. The best mascot ever. I agree. Totally agree. Uh, Finally, thankfully. A 13-year-old boy has been banned from a North Carolina theme park after getting stuck in the claw machine. Yeah. Worse than that, his parents spent 17 bucks trying to get him out.
1: <laughs> very frustrating. That was, that, was a, that was a good set. Yeah, a little jab. A little jab. All right, no, Johnny, Those too. were very good. Those were Thank very you. Good. Nice work. Uh, this week, a SpaceX rocket. Billed as the largest rocket ever Blew up right after launch. Uh, Scientists knew it was in trouble when Elon Musk paid $40 billion for it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Due to high theft rates, a Target store in San Francisco has put every single item behind lock and key. And even worse, they say restrooms are for shoplifters only. (laughs) Good twist. All right. Well, a second Bud Light marketing executive has been placed on leave following the backlash to ads featuring the trans TikToker, Dylan Mulvaney. Uh, Bud Light's president defended the move, saying the company is transitioning to, uh, changing to, uh, what's going on in the Bud Light marketing department is a highly personal decision and they'll tell you when they're ready. (laughs) You gotta be careful over there. <laughs> All right. Along the same lines, a transgender father in England is refusing to give his upcoming baby a gender. It's his right, but guests were extremely disappointed when they went to his nothing reveal party.
4: <laughs> <All>
0: right.
1: <laughs> and I got it. I'm going to end on a norm. All right. Ooh. Norm. All right. Well, there's now a cake in Los Angeles. <laughs> A cake in Los Angeles that sells for $175. Wake up, people. The cake is a hooker.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: uh, Fantastic. (laughs) Very norm. Very norm. (laughs)
4: figure lending LLC DBA figure equal opportunity lender NMLS 171724 terms and conditions apply visit figure.com for more information for licensing information go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org
1: <laughs> yasser uh, does it does it you know does it depress you to see your former showrunner so humiliated
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: do you do you want to say explain to bystanders this was
4: once uh, a great man no, I can I can I say something? I this is this is better suited for you. Like
3: you guess
4: an alpha male coming in taking charge, you just you just kind of doing what they say.
2: <laughs>
1: All <laughs> right, so you just had a taste. Who is that who's that extra voice you're asking yourself? Yes. Who's that chiming in? Is it is it Alec? Or J C or Goldie doing another cool voice that they're springing in and they're working in a fourth character and it's all part of a, a new multiverse kind of concept of a podcast. No, Goldieverse. It's our vaunted guest jumping in. Our guest today is my good friend, oh, my former colleague who's now it's, is traditional in show business. He's he's trampled on my back to get even further up the mountains, way high up. Uh, I love this man. He's hilarious, and I can't wait to talk to him. Yasser Lester. Yes. Yay, welcome. Yeah. 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 I said that right. Yep. It's Yasser Lester, right? I said that right. It's
4: correct. technically Yasser, yeah, but yeah, every time I've yeah. corrected you, you just go back to Yasser. So that's okay. Okay. Yasser back to You're Yasser. my Yasser. good friend. And um, see, where are you? I'm in L.A., Okay. Yes. No, What's you your in? exact address and your social yeah, media? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> to all
2: the people.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. At uh, Bronson Canyon. I can give. Yeah. Okay.
4: Great. Yeah. Great. Are you yeah. in New York State now, or are you in LA? No, no, no. We, we came back to LA for a little bit. We're here in uh, Burbank, and uh, okay. Ooh, you know, sorry, you know, I, I keep saying if this strike happens, but it's going to. So I guess when the strike happens. <laughs> We'll it's already happening to just by
1: virtue of everyone thinking
2: it's going to happen, right. which has brought
1: most things to a standstill.
2: Yeah. Hold your horses. Hold your horses, yeah. everyone, because I've got some news. Oh. Um, I spoke to my mother this morning. <laughs> okay.
3: And she said, yeah.
2: I heard the strike is over. It's resolved. My friend Sandra told me. It's like, resolved. <laughs> so is it Sandra Bullock? <laughs> yeah, no, different Sandra. So maybe she knows. I don't okay. know.
4: I, uh, uh, look, here's the thing. I, you know, I'm, I'm all for the strike because I just want to make sure that billionaires get as much money as possible yes. at the corporations, the billionaire writers, all of them, you know, <laughs> while I struggle to make rent in Burbank, I really, uh, uh, right. <laughs> uh, it's nice to just, it's to have someone at the top fighting for me.
1: <laughs> oh, look, look, man. Like You're that. the one who had to live in Burbank. Like you took that on when you signed that lease, knowing that you were taking you a hear, risk.
4: Do you want to hear the most embarrassing thing about this place? So keep yeah. in mind this is the, and, and and you know, uh to say that I'm like, you know, floundering financially is not a lie. But <laughs> uh <laughs> or is a lie, sorry. Um <laughs> But uh, but also to pretend that I'm just like, you know, whatever uh, crushing it, we'll say <laughs> so we've been trying to rent a place in, in like we live in Glendale trying to get to Burbank. For those of you listening at home, Burbank, a suburb of Los Angeles yeah. or all the studios. <laughs> yes. it's, but it's I like Burbank a lot. That being said, oh I, I here's the thing. We love it. Yeah. That being said it we applied to 15 places and didn't get any of them and i was like no. look okay <laughs> how you Profiling. know like you, you know just uh, yeah exactly yeah. like i would you know my my wife chelsea Devantes, hilarious writer director actress it, it just became the where i would just be like hey just you go in
0: yeah
4: check get yeah. out and they would be nice. And then I'd walk in and they'd be like, oh, my God, the <laughs> guy from Snowfall, you know, it was like some drug dealer.
2: <laughs> well, could, have you ever no. thought of just combining your names? So it's Chelsea Lester. That they're oh, renting they're renting to go. Chelsea oh, last That's
1: true. This would be a good documentary, just hearing about this called yeah. Fifteen <laughs> Places. And <laughs> yeah. you just go back and you interview each person who rejected <laughs> <And> then, you <laughs> as to like why. Like what yeah. was I mean, literally, I'm not kidding. This could be like no, a Morgan no, no, no. Spurlock type yeah. expose of like what like just what? explain to me what goes on. Explain to me yeah. your decision. Show me the other applicants. Yeah. You know, mm. you meet some of the other applicants because I assume there's overlap. Under oh, these
4: places. Buddy. So, many, oh, buddy. so many overlaps so <laughs> much <laughs> so the reason we finally get this place is you know it's a younger couple interracial marriage so that's uh, one yeah that, that helps progress two two his, the owner the the wife owner part mm-hmm. of this home used to be my agent's assistant so because of that they knew that i was reliable they
2: could vouch for you yeah yes and i was
4: like that is disgusting (laughs) (laughs) totally that is so like Mm because it's never you know the industry thing has never worked in any other regard like i've never gotten like free stuff but it's like cool. i can pay rent oh wow how lucky (laughs) am i taking my money (laughs) most tenants are
1: nepo babies yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you just lost out, out to more. Dakota Johnson. It's just your your goes, man. Well, I w- but, I want to um, like because we're gonna start talking. We want yeah, to get into talk. you, yeah, yeah. but I but I, I think a good it. entree is you know through your wife Chelsea. I was just at your wedding. This was now probably like six months ago, eight months ago. Yeah, um, congratulations! And congratulations! Spectacular! Like one of the most heartfelt, hilarious. I'm gonna say the most heartfelt, hilarious weddings I've ever been to. There was a giant billboard of your mother's above the building that you bought. (laughs) Um, And to me, it marked the end of COVID because it it really was like, we're all getting together to celebrate. And you guys did that so well. So can you just kind of like walk me through a little bit because I didn't get to talk to you on that day sort of like walk us through a little bit of the ceremony and how you planned it and what happened? Because this was unbelievable. It was like
4: (laughs) it was like truly a remarkable event. Oh, okay, So. Sparing you all the details, I and and this is no disrespect to anyone who enjoys them. I personally hate weddings, I hate yeah. them. They are <laughs> yes. boring, it's you know, you say, and, and salmon, and it's just like, okay, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it's like, sure, sure. And here's the thing I actually do believe people's love should be celebrated, but I'm also like, if it's not going to to be fun then why like you know yes. what i mean like it's to me it's no different than someone being like hey come to my child's like karate recital and you're like are they good at karate and they're like no <laughs> <laughs> i'm not going <laughs> like, it's stupid to me so and i guess karate is not technically a recital but no, i don't I let that slide like, yeah
0: i didn't even catch that <laughs>
1: Well, um, you did something so. very smart along those lines, which was that this was an innovation, and I, I I, babbled to my wife about it on the way home. I was like, this could be revolutionary. This could be the seed of something if people walk away doing this. The worst part of the wedding, you mentioned the fish, the salmon. Yeah. Now, at, at yeah. my wedding, my mom called me the next day, and she says, I have to tell you something. Gert said the fish was underdone. So it was, it, <laughs> that was her cousin Gert. And it became this whole thing where we we actually wound up getting like $2,500 back because everyone was like, yeah, the fish was raw. But (laughs) So you just said, we're not doing that. And you eliminated this sit down dinner part. So there was the wedding. Then we went outside. There were food trucks mingled a little bit. And everyone said, Mm. come inside. Now, this would have normally been the dinner, even though that amount of food is enough. But you said, the toast, this is what people care about, is the heartfelt speeches. And then we were free. (laughs)
4: <laughs> that's, that is genius that is, truly, that is. it truly yeah I, it, and uh, that all that goes directly to Chelsea because like I because I and not that I wanted to sit down dinner but no, I was like I don't even think we should have speeches she was like, <laughs> like you know too
1: many like, comics
4: to, yeah, to let that go Fair. so like we did yeah you know we did the little cocktail hour thing that's only because in between for you, you know, for you two who weren't there, sadly, um, yeah. I had yeah. long hair during the wedding, and then in the cocktail hour, I shaved my head and put on a wig that looked like my long hair. So during what? the first dance, What a bit! What insane. a bit! So I
1: thought you were not wearing a wig. During i mean now now like yeah, you can yeah confess because yeah, yeah. i'm i'm yeah, you know absolutely. i'm i'm yes. very hey.
4: publicly bald i'm not <laughs> ashamed you of very it. you very publicly got me into p r p therapy and uh hair <laughs> medication so look i I would be the first one to tell you it was because your hair crazy. was
1: glorious and 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 yes. i and i I told you after i don't know if you remember this I know at your wedding yes. hundreds of people talked to you yes. when you shaved your head and you then came out as bald. I mean, we were at like a billion percent. Like the the energy of the room was like game seven of an NBA. Like it was like everyone was on your side, everyone. And when you came out and you were bald, like an eight percent reduction in the energy of the room.
2: That's you, Goldie. And did you feel that? Did you feel
4: that, or am I making up? Here's the thing, and like. Number one, the amount of projection you have is actually unfathomable. Because not only did I not feel it, because I remember you saying it to me. You were like, you were like, you were like, it wasn't huge, but it was like a little bit of air. You're like a little bit of air. And I was like, really? And then we watched it back. It's fully an explosion of people having uh, a phenomenal. No. And I was like, what? it's just that. You, Goldie, didn't like that I came back. You didn't like that I came back to bald, ball. And you're like, oh, why didn't well, then, you know, because it's always a little bit of a joke. Like, <laughs> and now the main character is bald. Ha, 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 But it wasn't. It, to, I know. It, to, to, like, and this is, Goldie, this is going to blow your mind. So you get ready. <laughs> I wanted short hair the entire time. I wanted to have a shaved head. And Chelsea was like, no, I like you with long hair. Please just grow it till the wedding. And I said, then I'm cutting it the moment the wedding is over. Like we're not even going to get to the, to eating and I will, my sister's a barber. So we literally had the ceremony, ran upstairs, my sister shaved my head and I was goldy. Can I say this? And like, look, You guys, you guys have hair, right? (laughs) You guys just running around, tugging on it. You're doing this. You're doing this when you can't think of something. (laughs) He just rubbed his head, by the way. Oh, yeah, sorry. But... I say all of that to say that like I had been growing it for so long. And again, uh, props to Goldie guys. If you guys have any hair, (laughs) any hair stuff, (laughs) talk to a bald guy. They really, (laughs) they really, they've done the research. (laughs) So I had been like, I would like grow it for a year, then cut it, grow it for a year, then cut it. And this time I was like, I just want it off. And Chelsea made me grow it out. And so again, I say all that to say when it was off Goldie, I was like, there is a freedom that's just not spoken about. And I feel like you talk about it in your book a little bit, but because yeah. it's like couched in so much goldy self-hatred that you kind of <laughs> don't feel it. Yeah. But like there is something nice about it. It's just like, hey, it's not here. And I'm just I'm just going to get up and put on yeah. glasses. Right.
1: It's like being a widow right no. like yeah that. you can do anything you want yeah. i mean your spouse isn't there sure there's more freedom yeah. but there's no yeah. companionship
4: <laughs> oh god so, no no do you Goldy. look to your yeah. hair
2: for companionship yeah well,
4: i did it's <laughs> just so funny because like every article you ever read is just like when people have a boss who is Bald. They respect them and they're afraid yeah, right. that their boss is going to shoot them. But then you like talk to Goldie and he's just like, yeah, if you're bald, you know, people just assume you're just like a dead rat who can still talk. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I want to go, go, Goldie, this makes me want to backtrack to something that I believe you said on our last podcast that kind of slipped through. and it, But it it rang in my head later. Uh, yeah, sir. Yeah, sir. Do you watch Succession like the rest of us?
4: This is so sad. I've literally seen the first episode, and then Chelsea <laughs> watches it. So I guess two weeks ago, when the big thing happened, yeah. I was just in the living room doing stuff, and she put it on, and then. Yeah.
0: Spoiler alert.
2: Oh well. <laughs> i guess i don't need to watch the
4: stuff
2: in uh, neither does hilarious. jc i know um but oh so, sorry it's <laughs> okay. fine no she's she it's 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 good to teach her a lesson she I should know, have caught no, up right no, now
1: i want to i want to get back to our guest because i want to i want to talk about when i when i met you which was
4: sort of like my introduction to yeah. you. yeah uh, uh um, yeah look the wedding i'll just Quickly, we had a Taco Bell room because we both really love Taco Bell. What? I had not had what? Taco Bell wow. since high school, and
1: your Taco Bell room, I was like, Oh, I guess I'm hungry. I'll Wait,
0: hold on. Yeah, on. I got goosebumps just thinking about it. <laughs> that is incredible. It was Sorry.
1: amazing. It was like a mirrored room, and so I was what? like, I'm hungry. I'll have a taco. And it was like, Why have I not been eating this every meal every day? Like, I could not believe how good it is. Well, I just it, it, wasn't you. on my radar. It's like an option.
4: I'll like tell I, you why. It's because me and Chelsea did not even try to diet or anything or get healthy before the wedding. And we were eating Taco Bell like twice a week. And then we kind of start looking at our wedding photos. Like, here's the thing. Chelsea looks stunning. I look at myself and it's just like a collection of chins. Like, it's just gowly. No. Yes, it is. No. It's fine. But I was like... But, you know, what do you do? Do you either work out and hate the moment that you get to your wedding? Or do you yes. eat Taco Bell twice a week and just like, all right, I'm right, I'm I understand. the yeah, guy yeah. now with a lot of sodium.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I, I did the other. I, w- I was like a scarecrow at my wedding. Were like, you? Yeah, I just starved myself and I was, yeah. Yeah. I was like, you oh, you so
2: Goldie were walked you... down the aisle to the uh, NBA on NBC theme, Round Ball Rock, which I
4: thought. Wait, well, did was you really? Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Da, 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 <laughs> oh, John da, Tesh. Da, 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 <laughs> John,
2: John
1: Tesh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, I mean, a fun detail from my wedding is that my wife, you know, the there's traditional, like, the bride enters after the groom Stand there like an idiot for a while and then the bride comes in and everyone jumps up and turns because it's so they've never seen it so anyway so you know i'm standing out (laughs) there. i go out when it's time for me to go out i'm standing there and i'm standing there i'm literally i'm baking in the sun for 12 minutes to the point where there is audible murmuring of people going she's not coming out like
2: she's bailing
1: right like yeah
2: i was hoping like, I can see in
1: the in the crowd people are going like, "So this isn't happening, yeah, yeah." Oh, and God. then she finally came out, Everyone's so out. yeah, what was the
2: twelve minutes? Yeah, what was Did the I answer? Did you ever her ask? Did you ever ask something oh, last minute? What answer would
1: be good? What answer would I want to hear? I was <laughs> shitting. I, was like, uh, <laughs> I, I actually. yeah would have been I great. I would rather that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. than
4: I was actively cheating on you. <laughs> <both of> you.
1: <laughs> one last one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, skirting
4: the regular. That didn't even occur to me. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, here's the thing. I don't know if you guys watch wrestling at all. I feel like JC, you do. I used to. That's awesome
0: that you think that thank you but i don't
4: but here's uh-huh. the thing goldie to your point about like it all coming it, it's like more about the bride than it is about the groom so it's for you guys i i walked down the aisle to this michael jackson song that i love you can't Which... win from the whiz but awesome. i was holding i was holding a wrestling championship belt that's yes yes that had me and chelsea's picture on it it's well, awesome that's amazing uh, but that's the scaled back version because and i'm gonna send you guys the clip after this okay but there's a wrestler named triple h who has these (laughs) like insane intros where he like comes out wearing like a like medieval skull mask and full body armor and i was gonna do that like i don't know if you guys remember when deontay wilder fought uh uh tyson fury like the second time and he wore all that that's what i was gonna do and then i was like oh, but then she's going to come out and it's not going to mean as much for her. Right. Oh, that's nice of you. So, you always want to steal moment. focus from the
1: brand yeah, that's, yeah. that's a big goal. Great people advice. can't wait to see the groom. Right.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so oh. I bailed. and that Just was people my first. going.
1: That's the most stunning groom I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. It's what it's all, just all
2: about takes the groom. Off
1: All that foam. <laughs> 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 it's also uh, you would have been
4: sweating so like you might have passed yeah. out. immediately. Immediately. Yeah, and yes. it's also just like it's so just kind of corny. Just like a un- Guy trying to upstage his pride <laughs> is like the most loserish thing I can think. of. It's a great setup for a long
2: yeah. happy relationship. <laughs> well, so I want to now. I want to hear about how you two met. Tell me. Well, no, I want to. I think there's a natural way in yeah. terms of Yasser, your yeah, yeah. showmanship,
1: and you're 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 you have a really <laughs> I, I don't know whether it's developed or it's you know you were born with this sense of working the room. Like when you come in the room. When you enter a room, you're very good at that. Like, you're very good at creating this energy in the room. And so you – we had been having trouble trying to cast this role for making history. And we had seen a lot of people and um, some very talented people and some people who, like, wound up being like this – I remember one kid, Brandon Michael Hall, who's now a man, but at the time he was 18 years old. He was just out of Juilliard. And it was like, this guy's great, but he's not – old enough and right. you know then there are other people who you're in negotiations with called offer only where they won't perform for you but maybe if you give them a high enough amount of money on a sheet of paper they'll do it in like jb Smoove or whatever so we're in negotiations but it, it's troublesome so then adam pally says i have this friend yasser lester uh he's a writer on the carmichael show i think he'd be great to audition and instantly i hate this idea because i, <laughs> I don't want to give a writer a break and if he's so yeah, good yeah. he's yeah, so yeah. good why is he just a writer <laughs> yeah. if he's so gifted at performing and so <laughs> a wonderful, wonderful man, man. <laughs> yeah. so i'm i'm going well pally's the star i gotta see this i can't say no and so you had sent this tape in that was almost like so dismissive in terms <laughs> of like it was auditioning technically, but it was also sort of making fun of it. Do you remember this? I, like... Yes,
4: yes. So, okay, here's here's what I'll say. First of all, telling someone they're good at working in the room, like, I'm going to drive my truck into a lake after this. Like <laughs> Life, that just life. sounds like I just know people are gonna hear this and be like, oh, here goes a guy's just gonna walk in and like pointing fingers and like He's do like, a bit with like a carrot from the food tray. No, no, no,
1: but there are actors That's who come out and, and they have like some actors clearly have a premeditated thing where they're like, I'm gonna act like I was all flustered in traffic and do this little yeah, performance yeah. of like, oh, it's so hot out, guy. Like, right. you know, and they <laughs> enter into like canned material and you're right, and as yeah, a yeah. as a stand-up, you're so aware. Of of it. had i not done right. that i wouldn't know but you go all right you're doing right. A, you're performing an anecdote and then other people the whole thing is like i got my pages i'm in a lot of disarray it's like a woody right, allen yeah. <laughs> thing but with you it seemed like natural, natural. like it's like here's just yeah. personality which when you're casting something before you're sitting in that chair you don't realize the audition is secondary like you're looking yeah, yeah. at a person and just right. going like is this person displaying any magnetism at right. all? So, anyway, please go on with like, okay, sorry.
4: Yes. (laughs) So, uh, Hallie was like, You you should audition for the show. And keep in mind, like, I'd known Goldie as an internet personality, Twitter stuff for years. Uh, Of course, found him to be extremely funny. Mike Scully was in the room with me at Carmichael Show. So, when it like came through, he was like, goldie's the man you're gonna love him blah 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 and i was just nice. like and and you guys like truly like and i'm not saying it to sound cool but like i'm like not like i didn't come to la to be like billboards like i came to <laughs> cape cod you know what i mean like i came to get a house yeah. cape cod. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. so uh you know the audition gets sent and I I was like, okay, like, this is funny, and it's cool, and it's time travel. It's, like, truly all the things. I was like, damn, like, I actually do want this. And you guys know, when you want something, the only thing to do is kind of mess it up for yourself (laughs) in case it doesn't go your way. Right. (laughs) Right. So so I, like, did, you know, I, like, did the audition, and I was, like, putting the clips together, and I was, like, dude this is like you know and i'm gonna be honest like i was just like looking at myself and i'm just like this fucking like you know i'm bald i'm like wearing glasses and i was just like this guy doesn't want to like see himself you oh know? yes he does <laughs> i was very wrong about that keep it so i like just found every terrible graphic i could find in iMovie so i found like not just like star wipes like i found like animations of like rainbows and all this stuff then i redid every scene with like really stupid intros i was like oh god here it comes like you guys are gonna love this oh you wrote it oh here we go (laughs) i sent it to my agent logan and he was like I don't know. which advice, like, <laughs> and, But we were also just like kind of out of time. He was like, it's funny, but like, I just don't think people are going to like dig this, you know? <laughs> and so I was just like, oh, here it goes. And we sent it. And like almost immediately they were like, they want to see you. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I, mean, I, I just- loved it. I, lo- I, love I was costume. dying because yeah. <laughs> someone was funny. Like you
1: see, yeah. you see auditioning is just watching people take what you think is funny and prove that it isn't. That's all auditioning right. is over and over, right. and over and over again, like showing you like you suck, you suck, you suck, you suck. So when something comes in and you go, oh, it's this person's making me look like a genius. Yeah.
3: That's smart. Uh,
1: and so then you you came in the room with Pally, like we had yeah. you read with Pally. And yeah. I, I, sw- I swear to God, this was like, the two minutes of my life where I was not aware of myself, like watching whatever you two did in those moments, I like it when you talk about like goosebumps or whatever. I was like, I'm watching fucking magic. This has to be it. And if it's not it, like I quit. Like you instantly, <laughs> I, I instantly quit. said, like, this has to be it. Oh, that's yeah. so cool. um, and then, you know, we, we had you and it was great. And I've, I've just never seen. I will also say that you know you ingratiated yourself to everyone in such a way that like i've I've never seen the the crew and everyone on the show so vested in the success of an actor like normally the the crew kind of hates the
3: cast <laughs> yeah yeah that's the and usual. they root
1: for them to fail and when they fuck up they <laughs> laugh at them but like you, you really helped create this environment like you know it was just it was just so awesome working with you and and but Hass but and i think Allie that and...
4: comes from the writing um in <laughs> the sense that like you know and i you know i'm assuming you guys are like me like you didn't just land into a writing job. You know, you did stand-up first or a PA or an assistant or whatever. And it's just like, I had just done... And also, keep in mind, Carmichael show was like my second or third writing job. I hadn't like really... Was like Girls first or it.
1: Girls with the same time?
4: Girls... girls. The f- So, it was like, I did this like weird HBO mini room kind of thing and then I got picked up to series where the show never came out because HBO will literally make a whole season of tv and then just throw it away and like never mind we oh, don't wow. want to do it So <laughs> yeah. i wasteful. worked on that then worked on girls then worked on carmichael show okay so i was still fairly new to like the game of it all you know and and i just remember like just because it was also like three months before i just remember like being an assistant or, or like wow. any of that stuff and and you know, most of my money at the time was coming from, like, stand-up. And keep in mind, when you say money from stand-up, it is literally $25 a day. <laughs> right. Tops, yeah. you know? Yeah, lucky And you. that was around yeah. town, or you were opening for Chelsea Peretti at that time? I had just come back from opening for Chelsea. So, like, it was, like, the first time in my life that I was, like, okay, like, I'm not starving to death. And then this, you know, Making History came along. And so, like, all of it was, like, kind of happening at once. And, like, I just remember being, like how can without you know being too corny like how can i make it feel like i wish it felt for me in other places you know what i mean like it's just like people are demons and so it was just like especially as long as like it's like so crazy and like i've worked just worked on other shows now where i'm like i just can't believe anyone thinks they're talented enough to act like this, you know what yes. I mean? And yes. so like, God. so anyway, like, and, and again, it's like I, I truly, it, and it's not even like a big philosophical thing. I was just like, you know, we all have to be here for super long, like fucking like hair people have to be there at 2am. And then they leave at one thirty am They sleep in their car for a half hour. And yeah. then they start the next uh, day, like I was like, this is crazy, you know. Yeah. And so, uh, so anyway, and, but I'll also say that, like, I I think more than that, that like you gave us not creative rain because that's not true. You were pretty bad on set, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> but what I'll say is that it, it never like it, we were always just having fun. Truly, well, like the only person who was I would like even though like and keep in mind. When I met Goldie to do the pilot, his was it your first child? Your first child was no,
1: my second child second had just child. been
4: induced.
1: Yes, so like literally, that like I six could go six hours. Yeah,
4: <laughs> yes, wow, like yeah. it was so crazy.
1: And so, but I gave like, what I gave you guys, I gotta inter- interject. And yeah, just yeah, yeah. Say, the thing I gave you guys and I gave myself was Jared oh. Hess. And then he was the adult, especially on the pilot of, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. And then yeah, he yeah. had, you know, been on these movie sets in Mexico and, yeah. you know, and, and bootstrapping Napoleon Dynamite. And so Hess, like, kind of steps in and he, he says, uh, there are two ways of doing things. There's the Cone Brothers way where you uh, think about it, you write it down, you plan for it, you shoot it, you cut it, you edit it, and show it. <laughs> and then there's the way where you don't do any of that and you find it on set. I prefer the Cone Brothers way. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were like, okay, yeah, but what we're trying to do, is just, and they start <laughs> explaining, he goes, uh-huh. I prefer the Cone Brothers, oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: and they respected that. They were they of were of course, that's, that's why yeah. you hire
1: him because yeah, when you're in the field and money's rolling, and whether it was right or not, I mean, I don't I don't know, but someone has to be the the voice, and and like it yeah. it couldn't have been me at that time. Like I was too friggin' rattled by everything that happened, yeah. and he was so cool under the pressure of it. And you know, very respectful of the vision, very good at working with the actors. Like I think I look back on the on, on that as like that was my film school.
4: Yeah, it, yeah. he's also fun. like six five, and those yes. are. Like, so if yeah. He's like, I'm doing it this way. You're kind of just like, okay, yeah. You know? And yeah. he's yeah. also for... like reformed Mormon, so you know he can just like hit you in the face with a tree or whatever. So yeah, <laughs> like...
2: yeah. Forget a bald boss. You want a six five yeah. boss? No, no, for,
1: for fun. He rides his motorcycle into the Utah desert for days on end and looks for fossils.
0: Wow. God. Oh, that's yeah. fascinating. No.
4: So he's, he's just the weirdest, cool. He, he's the reason. So, like, I had a Bronco, like a 94 Bronco for years. Awesome. And, yeah. and I well, like Specifically, the Isle Cowlings Bronco. Right? Like <laughs> yes. Was yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved every single second of it. And um, then, like, it just became too much. I had to get a Prius, yada, yada, yada. So I was looking to get a big car again. And Hess is the person that got me and Goldie yes. into getting F 150s. And I, you know, here's the thing Goldie's, uh, uh, you know, sell sellout. So he got rid of his. I still have <laughs> mine. I <out>.
1: And I use it no all place. the time. It, I mean, it, no, it's the it's the best car in the world for ten miles outside of where we live, and the worst <laughs> car in the world for actually where we live. Right. It's an it's incredible piece of machinery, but in LA, yeah. it's useless. Uh, but, so that's
2: okay, okay, Goldie. Can I interject a question here? Yeah, because I, yeah, sir, I don't know you as well as Goldie, mm-hmm. but yeah. I was reading up a little bit about you. Your childhood sounds like it must have been incredibly interesting to me because you have, uh, your your mom is black and your mm-hmm. father's Palestinian and you grew up in the deep South. Yeah. So was that its own, I mean, that sounds like a, a movie in, in of itself. I mean, was that, well, did you we were, have an interesting
4: childhood or did you know that it was like weird? Well, here's, here's where it gets weird, oh, my good. friend. <laughs> because... Mom, black, dad, Palestinian. Dad bails six weeks later. Mm-hmm. So my brother, who was a writer on making history, oh uh, Isaiah Lester. Me and him have different dads, and then me, and him, and my sister, we all have different fathers. So that is the that was the interesting part, and also because wow. like I hate to be like this, but like you know, my mom only knows what she knows about Palestinian people. <laughs> so like, she would like, tell me, you're like half Palestinian, you know, like short, short nuggets of what right. it is. Yeah. And so like from time to time, like someone, if they asked what I was, I'd be like, yeah, well, I mean, like, I'm technically half Palestinian. They're like, what's that? And I'm like, I mean, I don't know. You know, like, <laughs> I, learned, I, I learned so much of that weirdly, like, you know, you get nuggets as you're like a teen and, you know, people love to talk to you about the conflict. Right. There. <laughs> oh, yeah. yes. yes. Um, <laughs> but like as an adult is where I kind of learned all of it. But truth be told, like the most interesting part of it is just that like I was just raised in the South and the South is crazy. Yeah, Yes. Like, and I will always hold a special place in my heart for it. But it's also, you're, you know, when we were, like, looking at places to live outside of L.A., I was, like, kind of like, what about Georgia again? You know, Like, you can literally buy, like, 200 acres for, like, 70 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was just, like, every single place you would look where that land was available, it's, like, here's where so-and-so was murdered. Here's where so-and-so was murdered. Here was, you know, and I was just, like, yeah, yeah I don't, like, I don't want to live on the land where like mod Arbery was like chased right. down. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so, um, but
2: well, it that t- be- doesn't sound like you're a jogger. So maybe be
4: <laughs> <right>. <laughs> not anymore. I used yeah. to be, it, It's just, it's just aging. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I say all that to say that like, it's, I, I don't know. Cause like, I, I do feel like people like, you know, I feel like, especially in LA, especially New York. You know, you talk to someone and they're wearing like all black and they. Ha- work at a gallery and you're like where are you from and they're like Kentucky yeah. and I hate it and it's just like okay you know what I mean like I don't I like I do hate where I'm from but I hate it in the sense that everyone hates where they're from a little bit right, right. like you answer. know what I'm saying like I hate it in that regard but I don't hate it in the sense that like I wish it would like burn to the ground or whatever yeah. right but I, I wait, particularly... Have you particularly oh sorry go oh no I, I so
1: I this I had to go back a little bit but have you been to Palestine because if not I want to propose something have you this been another documentary pitch. Whoa. you and i go because i've do never that. been to israel do that. and we just go okay oh my god okay, okay. knowing like not
4: that much about it good luck to you yeah bro. yeah <laughs> enjoy i just i i swear to god like the one uh, the one reason many of one of the many reasons i haven't gone on is that truly when i was younger my mom used to tell me she was like if you go over there they're going to see your name, and they're going to throw you in prison, and you are never going to come back oh, to the U.S. so scary. <laughs> I was, uh, why? I, I mean, will I have a passport? Will they know <laughs> I'm – And she was like, but you'll be Palestinian, and they're going to throw you in jail. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's, that's sort of a deterrent. Yes, that's a deterrent. going,
2: yeah. yeah. So but, were you um,
1: doing – like, were you one of those kids – we had Mulaney on last week, and he was like a child performer – you know, like in mm-hmm. youth theater, were you you weren't
4: that? Were you like you came to stand up? No, no, later. No. no. I was cool. Yeah. Oh so uh, <laughs> um, no, 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 no. I the closest, I guess, I would say to that kind of stuff is like every once in a while, I would like write bits and like film them with like a, a video camera because also like high school for me is like jackass, like exploded. Okay. Yeah. So we would do like characters, and then like you know. <laughs> Put a firecracker in our face. Like, just like very stupid nothing. But I did, I knew from like 14, maybe even 12, that I wanted to do stand-up. That was like the one thing wow. I was always sure of. And I just like, you know, and you hear so many people say it, and like this is like, look, I know what company I'm in. So I I know how this is gonna sound, but like one of the things that I can't stand is when you hear people say like, and there was just no one like me on television so i would i decided i was gonna be the first person and i'm like that that's just a lie like, <laughs> I mean, like that was more diverse in the 90s <laughs> yeah. so like okay maybe there wasn't someone from you know a very small village in Bangladesh <laughs> or, you know what I mean but right. like for the most part like yeah the, okay yes there was not a half black half Palestinian performer on TV that I knew of but right. you know there were black people right. and there were Asians and there were Jewish people and Latinos and everything you know what I mean so like if anything I thought it was like more affirming and like HBO used to do this they used to do um not just our comedy specials but they would do these like half hours so yeah. it'd be like Bill Byrne, Patrice O'Neill, and Wanda Sykes and just like all these people that like I, even like Sandra Bernhardt like I mean like people that I would have never just come across in my life you know yeah and like weirdly I think like that is when i was like oh that more than anything seems attainable because i actually do seeing i'm seeing everyone do it you know what i mean yeah, where yeah. like yeah. i think everyone everyone knows holly like doing hollywood stuff is hard right like no one's just like you just show up to la and become an actor like i knew i was smart enough to know like that ain't that ain't gonna happen but right. <laughs> but it did um <laughs> but i did know like stand up you Could do yourself and so like i did it i performed it in atlanta a few times and just like tanked so hard that like (laughs) like you know you know when not just like you remember something that you did in the past that was embarrassing you're like oh god i can't believe that but like you actually feel bile rise yes yes Yes, that's our that's our whole stand-up career yes (laughs) It, it, like I remember stuff that I like said or did out there. And I'm what t- like, oh. tell us
2: a joke from your old routine that makes you feel uncomfortable? Okay, here, you know what?
4: On, i here's the thing: so I don't remember like punchlines because I guess I probably didn't write them, but I can just like give you a <laughs> bunch of trick. premises. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so one of the premises, by the way, and this it's like. I can barely even talk about it because, like, low-key, I'm so embarrassed. My eyes are, like, welling up with tears. (laughs) Yes, it's what we love. (laughs) That's awesome. But, like, remember that just, like, it's so stupid because it's, like, very clearly an old wives tale, but, like, every, every like, dollar has, like, traces of cocaine on it. And so it's, like, was this whole bit how I would, like, every time I – earn 20 bucks i would get it changed into 20 singles and like be <laughs> sniffing dollars and people are like okay and then <laughs> then keep in mind dear was JC, there a lot of keep, acting keep this out Oh, buddy, the whole—this is what I was about to say—the whole, the whole routine was act out. So it was like, uh, what would
1: <laughs> be funny if a dog was a cat, you know? And then like, so I'm at the bank with these twenties, yeah. and the teller is going like, oh, "Excuse me, sir, uh, that many ones. Would you like it from the cocaine Yeah. <laughs>
4: I wish you I was that smart. No, I mean either. I
1: went through a phase of doing this in my act because I watched—I was obsessed with Robin Williams and so I was yeah. and Jim Carrey, you know, James yeah. Ventura, and so I was like, yeah. you know, if in my act I'm sort of going like, hur, hur, you get here, you know, and then it's like, I don't know what you're talking about, and then it's like, I just gotta say one thing to you, you know, I, yeah, and, yeah. I, and I was just like. If I do enough
4: of this, it creates this cloud of confusion that results in me being funny somehow. Dude, oh my god, that is unbearable. That is—I truly wish I could see that because I'll—I have tapes in the garage. I could digitize. (laughs) Gotta do that. Um. So, so yeah the the whole the whole act was act out, Mike. Keep in mind, I was. 18 at the time. Incredible. And my closing joke was like, you guys, I don't want to turn 40. Because when you turn 40, they check your prostate. And they stick their finger in my butt. I don't want to enjoy it. And then I get on. You guys, this is, not, this is not a lie. I lay on the ground pretend a doctor or proctologist is fingering my butt and I'm like, oh no, I hate this. Mm, I like it. Oh, it sucks, but does it? And like it's like five, five minutes of me pretending to get in my butt by a doctor. Yes, I would have been clapping. I, I would. At eighteen years old being like, I don't you know, twenty-two years. I don't wanna see that happen for me because what if I was but did anyway, that – was is. that
1: your first joke that worked? I am assuming if it
4: was your closer that that was no. like your best
1: joke. No. That's that you, no. Work.
4: Here's the thing. You don't have – you're just kind of being like what is – what do I think is the funniest right. and you're just doing it. Right. And so I – oh, god. What was – But did you I, think I that remember. was funny or did you it just think funny. that would work? Which, there's it, yes. the difference. I did. Well, here's the thing. I thought both. Because, again, I was 18 in Georgia. Yeah. And I was like, right, you huh. know what's funny? You're a right. guy being scared of being gay. <laughs> that yes, is hilarious. Right. <laughs> yes. Like, if right. you're a guy, being gay is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> so like, so that, you know, like the whole joke was that. Um, and then... This is the saddest part, just real quick. There's this This is the saddest part? (laughs) Yes, because because it was a full grown man who came up after me. Who came up to me afterwards and was like, You suck. And I was like, Thank you. And he was like, And he goes, Watch what I do. And I was like, Okay and then he gets on stage and I swear to God so the, the stage just looked like a living room set and he just was like look at this couch that's an old ass couch don't nobody want to sit on that couch look at that lamp that's an old ass <laughs> lamp ain't nobody <laughs> using that lamp and he did that for every single thing on stage and he was like alright thank you my name is P-Rod good night and I like, was
2: like what? <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it amazing yeah. how you remember so specifically and Goldie and I do this too with the people we performed with back then. you remember the terrible people so everything, much more right? everything, everything. everything
4: Say? I remember there's to the point where I looked them up on Instagram the other day. There was, and I worked with them. But there was this comic named Quincy Black, who was black, but he spelled it B L A K K oh. K. And I was like, I wonder. Quincy Black is up to and I looked him up and like he literally hasn't posted since like 2007 and I was like I guess that makes sense but like it's so weird you remember I remember every like single person that I did like my first two years of open mics with like there was a Japanese dude named Toothbrush who spelled it (laughs) the number two and then TH brush and like because you're at open mics and like a lot of them were like in the hood and like you'd always be like you know asians and blacks man we got to stick together and he would never tell jokes he would just <laughs> promote unity <laughs> That's pretty sweet you know well, he's ahead of his time oh <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. When, there was when... another dude named gt who would just get on stage and he would just play like just like a MIDI track. So it's just like doom 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 doom, doom, doom. And he would just sing a song and he would, he'd do it almost every week. And the whole song was, I swear to God, he would just go, I love having sex all the time. Oh
1: my God. What was it wasn't verses, it was
2: a that's awesome. Goldie, I'll I'll just to Hilarious. show you what I'm talking about. Goldie can finish this. I uh, went to the uh Indiana Philharmonic the other night. Boy, Phil's getting pretty good with that harmonic. <laughs> yeah, there it is.
1: <laughs> See, I knew you'd
2: remember it. And also, of course, they're, they're not bo- they're not booing.
1: They're saying Jay Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the
2: name of a comic who we performed with, Jay Boo.
1: <laughs> Jay Boo. It never goes away. The same guy who did the uh, Philharmonic joke was, they call Indiana the the Hoosier state, because someone knocks
2: on the door, you say, (laughs) Hoosier. This is what we were dealing with. See, because we're older than you, so... You got the guys playing MIDI tracks, yeah, and we got the people who were still tied to like nineteen sixties comedy. Well, there was
1: there was this woman who would go up with like you know a rolled up blazer, and it was like she she was going to (laughs) spout political knowledge, you know, like it was (laughs) one of those like like a Bill Maher was her prototype, right? Right, it was was like the eighties comic with a suit jacket put you know pushed up, but it's like nineteen ninety seven, yeah. So she, she would go. And she was incredibly low energy, which, like in New York, was a thing. It was like a contest of whoever could yeah, have the yeah. lowest energy, lower than yeah, Janine yeah. Garofalo would win. So she would. be right.
2: I competed for that prize. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: Washington D.C., the Dick Capital. Anyway, <laughs> enough politics. <laughs> it's like How, not nearly, not nearly not enough. enough.
3: Politics. It, you, you
2: just did nothing, but it was like, well, here's the final word on that. But the, we were uh, we were lucky enough that. <laughs> we had all the shit, and then at almost every show we did, right in the middle, was Jim Gaffigan. So there oh. was like hope. <laughs> Whoa, there was. Yeah. Hope. But you came wow. to New York too, right? Like, yeah, so You
1: didn't
4: even. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, were yeah, for yeah. girls. So, yeah,
1: yeah. So then what happened? So you have this horrible five minutes or eight minutes or whatever, and then you. Well,
4: no. So I came to LA after Georgia. Um, I like because I was like I didn't know anyone in New York, and if I like something terrible. Happened in LA like I couldn't eat. My grandma lived in Fresno and I was like I can at least oh. get to somewhere that like yeah. has food and So I came out to LA and I was like I'm gonna crush are you? doing stand-up. I, I got here three days after I turned 21 or maybe two days. <sighs> wow, nice. I like literally my 21st birthday happened. I got in my car the next day. I drove straight and I was wow. here. Wow. Um, And I remember I was like I'm gonna get I'm going to get on stage, like, immediately. I'll probably get SNL. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I got here, and one of the first things I did is I went to the Laugh Factory, and that night, it was, uh, like, Daniel Tosh dropped in, who was, like, oh. one of my favorites. Yeah. And, like, I remember him being, like, I, I, something had happened, and, like, he had like shaved his head and he was kind of like loopy or something. And like he went up and then, uh, but he was hilarious because Daniel Tosh and like Nick Thune went up and oh, had yeah. like his guitar yeah. and like, but it was like, oh yeah, Kevin Hart was it? Like it was just like what? all these wow. people, Eric Andre. Wow, and I was like, funny. oh, I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I, don't, I don't know what it takes.
0: At least she <laughs> saw
4: that, yeah. you know? like yeah. it. well here's the thing i kind of wish i had started but it like so it like just oh, put me on i was just like i'm gonna just work and try mm. to like maybe get some sort of writing job assistant whatever and so i got a job at best buy and then started interning on robot chicken because i helped seth green oh, cool. buy like video games for his nephew or something yeah at best buy there, At Best Buy. Oh, wow. That's awesome. That's why
0: you come to L.A., though. That's why you come to
4: L.A., baby. But you know what's crazy is literally the next day, so I don't know if you guys remember, but Tom Goes to the Mayor was, like, huge for a second on Adult Swim. Eric Wareheim came in the next day, and then I also asked him (laughs) – for an internship, and the robot chicken one worked out, but I just remember like, and this is this is me just being real. I remember the first time I got there because it's like the writers' room, the animation studio was all in this one big warehouse. Shadow machine. The address is, uh, and so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so <laughs> but I remember like all the animators were like, you know. Cool artsy types like swoops hair yes. and smoking cigarettes. And then I remember I had to bring lunch to the writers' room, and I was like, "This is the ugliest group of people I've ever seen I cannot believe this is who gets to decide what's on TV. Like I could, I was, I, I was mortified, I, and so. <laughs> <laughs> but then I was like oh maybe it's just because they're cartoon writers I don't know maybe the rest are hot I don't know <laughs> <laughs> oh so hot um, oh god but weirdly being there and honestly seeing like because it was it's just like I know I'm like joking about them being ugly but like truth be told they just looked so miserable and I was right. like god like that seems like it sucks too so that's when I was like I need to start doing stand-up like for oh, real for real and like started. that's what got me like fully in it again, Um and look at me now. I haven't done it in eight months. <laughs> <laughs> eight months is that's
0: that's pretty oh recent. What did you say, JC? Sorry. Eight God. months seems pretty recent, though. Did you say stand up? You haven't done stand up in eight yeah, months. Yeah, yeah.
4: I did it last June. Oh wait, so ten months. Yeah, <laughs> but you yeah, have this thing, up on and a year. and
1: like you know, obviously, you you were on Making History, but it's it's even yeah. when you were on Girls. Like I think I I used to have this. 20 years ago and i've I've met other writers who have it. sean clements alec has it to some degree although as we get older you you don't but it's like you must have been in the girls room because they put you on the show something about the way you were pitching and all the stuff you're putting in and your personality that they just said like we need this in the show you know and i've seen that happen a few times and so it was almost like the stand-up prepares you for that opportunity because then yeah. you, even if you don't have the acting experience you you know where jokes are and because you've written the jokes you're then able in the room to give this proto performance that right. sticks in people's head is like well this has to be the character so can you talk right. about on girls how that transpired because that's like a very well-known iconic show and
4: yes. and you were in the middle of it I mean, honestly, so I told you, like, I had worked on this weird, like, HBO show that ended up not coming out, but one of the guys who was, he was an EP on, or sorry, he had, like, a deal at HBO, so they placed him on that show to, like, help out. But he was also an EP on Girls. His name was Murray Miller. Uh, (laughs) uh, Yeah, but I have him to thank for everything, honestly. He went to Lena and Jenny Connor and was, like, this dude is hilarious we don't have anyone like him on girls like he needs to be a writer here oh, that's and cool. uh but yeah so Murray goes to them and says like y- y- this guy's really funny it's a different kind of energy all that stuff so they in- i interview with Jenny and Lena and they're just like the two they they were so nice to me that i i felt like i was like did someone like tell you something bad was happening in my life or, like <laughs> you know, they may, Like, right, yeah. just, It's just like it was it was too nice so anyway then they were like hey we're doing like a small room in LA do you like want to join it and I was like ah, like I, you know because you guys know it's like especially when you're like trying to get your career off the ground it just feels like everyone's like do me a favor and it's gonna pay off huge and it's like <laughs> Yeah, Still. for you. Yeah, right. like I'm. I'm always doing the favors. It never comes back around. So, like, was, were you in New York you at know, that I, like, time? Like, tried to no. So they do the mini room in L.A. because okay. Jenny likes being in L.A. and then Lena lives in okay. New, lived in New York at the time. So, like, I'll, after all this back and forth, I was like, "Fuck it, I'll do it." Like, whatever. Like, I, I need the experience, and I get there, and I like, you know, just, just like being an idiot. Because also, like, you know, real talk. Like, I could not be any at the time I thought any less the kind of person they would need for girls. You know what I mean? Like I was like, at the time, truly, I never stepped foot in New York. I had no idea what it looked like. <laughs> right. like I, I was, I, I, you know, and they're like, you know, this kind of Brooklyn kind of, and I was like, no, I don't. I actually, everything I know about New York is from this show in Living Single. Everything else, like, I have no concept N-9, of, you know.
2: 9-11 coverage.
4: Yeah, exactly, yeah. When I was there for 9-11. But even then, I just flew over. Um, but, so I say all that to say that, like, I just didn't have a concept of what it was. So I was just truly treating it like any other job. And it was like, what if they did? This? it was just like, you know, I was just pitching yeah. goofy stuff. Cause I didn't know. Right. So anyway, to your point, Goldie, I think that's kind of what got me in there. Cause like every other writer had been there for like three or four seasons. And like, you know they come in like half of them are poets the other half are like you know like oh. new yorker columnists so like i was like <laughs> and just like some idiot black boy from the south <laughs> <who's>, like, <laughs> like, you guys you guys watch you know fresh prince reruns you know so like uh so yeah they like I, I don't know for whatever reason they took a liking to me and that was kind of like my first foray and i remember this <laughs> is like this is, like, also an embarrassing thing, but now it is kind of, like, I get it. But when they offered me the, you know, this, like, I play this small role in an episode. There are two episodes. Sorry, I need to correct myself. Two episodes because you had right? I right. need the checks. The I Narn need PS. the checks, baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, like, showed up, and I only had, like, three lines. And they're like, all right, it's time to rehearse. And I, like... In my core, like it was like, I know every single word of this scene because I am like, I am not going to mess this up. Yeah. And the first time it came up to my line, just immediately fumbled, immediately fumbled the bag so hard. And I was like, And they were like, what? And I was like, I'm sorry. I, I remember. I, and they were like, you can look at the sides. And I was like,
1: oh. It's hard when the camera's in your face. Like, I you think- don't realize till that moment what it's going to be.
4: Yeah. Dude, yeah. and like, there's that. just like, you know big italians just like uncoiling <laughs> wires and, yes, you know yes. like there's just like all this stuff happening around you that's new and world. like that, that was like the first time i was truly like oh whoa like oh i get why a why people hate actors and also why <laughs> actors <laughs> lose their mind i get why people hate actors because like if you're un, you know unspooling 50 pounds of coil you're like yeah pretending to be a whimsical man in a forest right is a much better job you know? was that your
2: part <laughs> yes
4: okay but then if you're an actor you feel like oh everyone here hates me because i'm pretending to be a whimsical man in the forest <laughs> and then also like if like if you mess up like yes, it's on the creator or some of the writers or whatever, but like, people will always remember you. You know what I mean? Like, and to this day, like, people will come up and be like, God, I love making history. Like, it it is shocking how like, it's like picked up a second life somewhere. I don't know where, but like...
2: Oh, that is very shocking. Yeah.
4: No, no, you're telling me. (laughs) Um, But, but yeah, like, (laughs) but I say all that, to say that, like, you know and, and it's not a dig it's like I'm, people don't come up to goldie and be like you were the creator of making history you know what i'm saying like yes right.
0: you're come the face yeah. well, they're, they're angry about it <laughs> yeah
4: yeah of course it's fox executives <laughs> um which i also never anyway whatever yeah. but uh they you know when they like say stuff like that you're like oh yeah like i'm i was like on it and right so like yeah. That's who they, saw. they and the just think it's like but, but you know what it is also? Because, like, you know, Pally is a huge star. Leighton Meester, they're, like, actual, like, huge, huge stars. So there's other things to attach them to. And for me, it's kind of just this. Well, well Black <laughs> Monday, so, like, I mean, I I just no, want it never, it never. And I loved Black Monday, but it never picked up the steam. Really? That, like, I would say dude, that was a way bigger show. No, no, no. There were, like, weeks where the creator, one of the creators, David cast would come in the room because I was a writer on it also. He'd be like, so we had 90,000 viewers last week. Uh, so, yeah, sir, that's like one of your tweets going viral, I guess. <laughs> like, like, that does... Like, 90,000 people is a – like, we could meet 90,000 people wow. today if we it's wanted. It's a huge you know stadium. I mean. It's a soccer stadium right. full yeah, that's of Michigan,
2: people. That's a Michigan football game right
4: there. <laughs> a, okay. Watching <laughs> one episode of TV and then right. By the way, you're saying that's a Michigan – that's that's just the people in person. That's not right. the people watching. Nah, that's true. Right. But good was,
1: you know I mean? was that like oh. – was that you were a writer and cast was – said you're perfect for this part or did you book it first and then they
4: said well we'll also because he's a writer put him on Goldie, you are not gonna (laughs) fucking believe this again Mm -hmm. but i was a writer on i was helping punch up the pilot and it was another mini room and they were like looking for two more scripts so there was a part for like an Indian character named like Rupinder or something. And they were like, Yeah, sir, you should do that. I was like, We are not in the time and place in entertainment right now where anyone should be p- playing anything other than exactly what they are. Oh my God, you if know? you were the last guy to do it, that would have been hilarious. Yeah, that would have been <laughs> sick. I was like, I was like, I'm half Palestinian. So if you made the character half Palestinian, maybe. And they're like, let's do it. Let's do it. And I was like, no, you know, like I was like, (laughs) making history dude, like making history had just ended. And like, truth be told, guys, like I'm not someone who like deals with shit like that well. Like I was devastated. I had like so much fun and like Goldie, like i mean i we were talking every other day or sorry every day if not every other day and like i get really sad about that stuff like i was like god i'm just like not gonna be around these people and like you know goldie yeah. just kept pitching that we go paddle boarding and it's like is that the only way i'm gonna see this guy is that we go yeah. paddle boarding <laughs> together like <laughs> so, should have said yes should have so, said yes but like i i mean i was i was really devastated yeah you know? it, was, and it like, sucked it still sucks yes it still sucks and like i mean like this is so corny but like I remember that they, like, on the Fox lot, they have, like, these three billboards when you're pulling up, and it's always, like, three different shows, and Making History got one. And so, like, I drove up there with my mom, who had just moved to L.A., and, like, all this stuff. So, like, it was, you know, like, I know some people can get, like, jaded by this business, and, like, we all are to an extent. But, like, to me, that will always just be, like, one of the most incredible times in my life. Like, truly, I just moved in this place, and so it's not up but like I'm framing my, or making history poster and it's going oh. right there. There's nothing and there. So, like, oh, there's nothing. That's a blank. Wall. No, it's not it's there. See, behind yeah. that lamp behind that lamp. Yeah. There it is. Hey, that, that, but, that's a,
2: that old lamp. Nobody's using that lamp.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I had you a would have a field day in this room. Look at <laughs> <laughs> this This old couch.
4: But yeah. So it, like, just, it just wrecked me. And I was like, I truly, and again, like for someone who didn't want to get into acting, to come and like you have this huge opportunity and like goldie like i I will say like here's the thing you're too pessimistic but it also helps sometimes because like there were just all these executives just like gassing us up they're like oh get ready we're gonna make seven billion dollars we're gonna (laughs) give you four of it just because we think you're cool and interesting and like goldie would be like hey man like you know, we can always wish the best for this show and want this. Bowl. Can you like, talk never... to me about
1: the Super Bowl being flown to the Super Bowl Dude, with the understanding is... that you are going so... to be
4: put on screen to
1: promote the show, please?
4: It is so crazy. So <laughs> they do this thing. So this is what I'm talking about. Like, So keep in mind, we had like filmed or was filming the show and there was already murmurs of like, you guys are going over budget. And I remember specifically one of the things that like they said to you, Goldie, was like, Can it be more like New Girl where, like, we know they can time travel, but they don't time travel? Oh, my God. Well, I
1: might have been soft peddling it to you. They said to me, you're not allowed to time travel anymore. And literally someone on the phone, someone in finance, someone called me a fuck face.
2: Oh, listen, face. <laughs> oh my Holy god! Holy shit! Yeah. Well, they, how could they see you? <laughs> they couldn't. It was a conference call, <laughs> but they knew. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
4: So anyway, you, yeah, you're you're at the Super Bowl. They so you go on. So yeah, so uh, so keep in mind they they've made it known they hate anything yes. to do with the show. They hate the actors. No. They hate Goldie. They yes. hate the writers. So everyone. This. So then they're like but we're flying you to the super bowl on a private plane (laughs) you and adam and we're like why they're like to promote the show of course and so we're like okay i mean like i've never i at this point i had been on a plane like maybe seven times in my life so like a private (laughs) plane i was like whoa there's like salami and cheese like, (laughs) like i i mean this sincerely like i know that like especially on the internet right now it's like capitalism is evil and you know socialism is the only and it's like yes all of that is true but also flying on a private plane is incredible (laughs) you just like you're like if there's a socialist way to do that like i'll do that you know it's It's the best i'll I'll
2: share it with bernie sanders i don't care
4: whoever you know him the rest of the people on the (laughs) epstein flight logs like whatever let them on then come on um but I say all that to say that, like, it's like me and Pally on this plane. It's uh, not Damon Wayans, but the white dude from Lethal Weapon at the time. Who oh, was like yeah. A oh, cowboy. Right. Wild card. Cowboy. Wild card. Yes. They had trouble with right. cowboy. <laughs> it's Gordon Ramsay. Ah, it's uh, Morris Chestnut and his wife. Yes. By the way, guys, I, I mean, sincerely, Morris Chestnut is the most handsome person I've ever handsome. seen in real life. Cow. In my yeah. entire Unbelievable. life. Unbelievable. And yeah. was... I mean it sincerely. Like, I love my wife. I do everything I can for her. You guys love your partners, I'm sure, and do as much as you can for them. No one's a better husband than Morris Chestnut. Like, truly, like, just was waiting on her hand and foot. And I was like, I just don't get, like, how can you be both things, you know? (laughs) (laughs) But, so we're all on this private plane, and it's like the presidents of Fox at the time, Dana. Dana
2: Walden. Walden. Yeah.
4: And then there was a guy... Uh, it wasn't Peter Rice It was Gary Newman Gary Newman
3: yeah. yeah. And
4: so like Gary Newman and Dana Are like at the front of the plane Being like you guys we're doing this for you You know all this stuff <laughs> Keep in mind they said they were going to fly us, fly us there Private to the Super Bowl Houston But then they got us This is not a joke Just two coach tickets, <laughs> American <laughs> Airlines to fly back The next day at 6.30am <laughs> And I was like Okay, like, uh, and look, every day's a blessing, grateful, 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 but also, like, I was like, I, I would not be getting this flight for myself, so right. Right, we need to figure this out. So anyway, we get there, and they're like, we're going to show you guys on screen to promote all the big shows that we have coming up. And uh, they don't do that. They show literally everybody else. They show Gordon Ramsay. They show the Lethal Weapon people. They show Morris Chestnut. They show people from other networks just being like, Fox likes these people. (laughs) 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 I I have to interject because my
1: experience watching this at home was like, okay, they're going to show it at some point. They're going to show it at some point. And then the game, and it's getting too late. It's like Meadow Soprano parking the car at the end of the finale. You're like, You're, we're running out of time for anything meaningful to happen yes, here. Yes, yes. And so they don't show you. And then for the first time in Super Bowl history, the game goes to overtime. So <laughs> yeah. surely now there's time. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and, no. It doesn't yeah, happen. America. It so doesn't we happen. This... Yeah, We uh, beg to get back on the plane so we can just go home. We're like, yeah. this is this is crazy. Like, please just let us go with you tonight. And they're like, okay. So they let us on. They go, but there's not seats. So you guys have to share this, like, couch. <laughs> and so there's, like, not no seat belts on it or anything. And it we're could flying. could be in the bathroom away. for take. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we're, like, flying on this couch. The weird white dude from Lethal Weapon has, like, Brought two drunk rednecks onto the plane with him. He's like, these are my brothers from Alabama. (laughs) And like, we're like, like your actual brothers are like, like proud boys, brothers, you know? He's like, proud boys, brothers. And we're like, cool. They're like smoking. And like, I was like, this, this cannot be. And I was like, oh my God, that's, I think that was the first time. Cause like, truth be told I still had like hope. I was like, I think like, no matter what, that like the show will find its audience and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, they're actively going out of their way to make sure that the show finds nobody. And like, that's when I was like, oh, this all sucks. Like all of it is like kind of stupid and heartbreaking. And like, I mean it. And, you know, Goldie, me and you have talked about it many, many times. But like, I'm currently going through it on this movie that me and my brother just did. I wrote it and we co-directed it. But it's like, you kind of do something that, you know you just think it's gonna be fun, and then it, they they put the hype machine behind it, and you're like, "Oh God, don't buy into it." but then, like you're you just by nature have to. It's like yes. the only way to kind of get through the process, yeah, and then you start believing in yourself, which no one should do, and you're like, <laughs> yeah." I made something good. And then they just take it from you. And you're like, what? That's exactly why I didn't want to believe it myself. But <laughs> <Right. laughs> right. then
1: you can get to the point where I'm almost at and I'm not there, but yeah, I feel yeah. like in a year I will be where I it's like a miracle that the thing happened. Like that like they were, let this little back. time travel show on
4: for even eight episodes. Yeah, yeah. Is crazy. Right. I, you know, it sucks because, like, I bought it on iTunes. So, I, like, same. I could so, Yeah. Same and I, I you know, like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, and, like, you know, every two months or so, I'll watch, like, the first three or, like, the last three or whatever. And I'm always, like, I just can't believe they messed this up. And, like, what's that, like, housebroken broken gets to exist
2: <laughs> well, you know. the, you, they're always the list of shows that somehow exist or come on you're, you you have awake. in your mind an enemy
1: show that it has nothing to do with the show <laughs> well, yes, I and mean, it, it's like yes. for me it was the mick because the mick was <laughs> yeah, yeah. concurrent current with it going, and it was yeah. like the mick they you know they really like the mick and the mick yeah. is doing everything right and, in, and then you in your head you're like Oh, I'm going to watch The Mick. And then you're like, this isn't funny. The Mick, yeah. oh, it's, oh, I get it. Uh, she's drunk again. She fell down the stairs. Oh, like I could write her, here's a Here's a Mick. Uh, the Mick yeah. gets hit in the head with a frying pan, doesn't remember she's The Mick. And then the brother's acting like The Mick. It's, it, yeah, and yeah. you're like, why am I? They're yeah, just they nice people wrong. trying to be funny yeah. too. Like, right. And yeah. they're looking at your show going, oh, I'm getting in my double bag yeah. back <laughs> my machine. <laughs>
4: I know, and it oh sucks, God. and it sucks. And so, since then, I haven't put my hopes into anything oh. except for this movie. And right. then now I'm like, "Oh, this podcast. This is this podcast, right?" Yeah. And, you know, I know we're joking, but it's like, you know my my wife has a very successful podcast. And like, like my brother, it's <laughs> yeah. called celebrity book club. She just reads yeah. celebrity book memoirs and then like, they like break them down, but Genius. like, right. what are we great doing? Great following yeah. everyone. Like people are so nice and like supportive and it's like a community and all that stuff. Anyway, I see all that to say that there's that then like, you know, my brother's a writer director as well. And like, he, he's been on it for a few years now, like high-end trading card dealing. And uh-huh. I've like just gotten into it in the past, like four months. And I was like, it sucks that this brings me more joy than like (laughs) writing and making something like by far. (laughs) And I was like, we were texting the other day and we're like, I think if someone gave me the opportunity to leave entertainment and I just did trading card stuff, I might like if I could make the same amount of money.
0: Right, right, right.
4: I think I would do it. I think I might be able to just walk away. You're too good. Right? I would, still have, to good. You you I would still have to do stand up. I would still have to do stand up just because I need. I have an ego, but like yeah. <laughs> <Yes. other laughs> yes. every than, <laughs> once every ten months. Once well, every ten no, months. once every ten months. You're to too funny. You're,
1: you're too talented.
4: But you are. but here's what I'll say: there's a lot of people that are too funny and too talented, and no. like yeah, yes. And then there's people who are not. And here's what I'm gonna say: us for gods, <laughs> <Yeah>. truly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sure. gods yeah and like there are people who just like you know like woke tweeted their way into like writing jobs by being like you didn't have enough of this kind of person <laughs> and then they get a job and then they suck and then the next day i read that they got a 10 million dollar <laughs> like paycheck just for existing and oh, i'm no. like i happens, i'm actually yeah. not built for stuff like that you know and like i'm like i truly and i know we were talking about it earlier but, like, I do feel like every writer needs to, like, start taking, like, boxing classes and just beating up, like, executives. Like <laughs> It's, like, the only way we're going to uh, really get back in the game. And to like all we, our executive listeners, listen- uh, yes. just understand
2: yeah. that we are small, frail Jewish people, so you have very little to worry about. I'm not.
4: I'm 6'1". I'm 6'1". I'm half it's, Palestinian, it's so there is anger. Uh, oh, yeah. boy. And the other half is black, so you can already imagine what the news is like <laughs> for me every. <laughs> and I'm ready to. I'm ready to go to war. Um, well, look, I hope it doesn't come to that. But I no. we're we're approaching. I could be 10 think games. about this, Goldie. I could be a really funny trading card.
3: You would be, be the shrink. funniest.
4: Yeah, and then then it would be
1: like. You'd get sucked back in because someone would go, "We should do a show about this trading card world." There are a lot of characters in it. There's it's this one guy; he's half is.
4: Palestinian, and it's like <laughs> I, 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 yeah. they're already doing a serious version of it with Adam Sandler and the Safdie brothers are like doing it. And movie. then and then Danny Pudi could say like, "Okay, he he doesn't have to be Palestinian.
1: He he could be Indian." Yeah. And then you know we'd be, we'd be off and running. Uh, no, 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 Pudi, no, no, no,
4: no, He's Palestinian. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Man. I'm so sorry, Mister Pudi. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I say it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, can I ask one thing and then I'll be done? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when the Sulk moves to Santa Barbara. By the way, I've been to your home many times. I just oh, realized the, I have to, the one on 8th Street? The you, yes, what's the full address again? Uh, but, uh, <laughs> well, we don't live there anymore, so I don't care if people go. Gotcha. Oh yeah. Because I'm very good friends with Laura Guten Carmichael oh, show. Lovely, and so yeah. at your like, you know, your jewish At holiday, holiday or party or, yeah there's
2: no need to uh, call it that let's yeah, not start the jewish, you know you're filthy you know yeah. you're filthy jewish holiday yeah, party. Yeah, when goldie when goldie <laughs> asked if you had ever been to palestine i was gonna say where's that <laughs> 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 um that's um, so funny yeah, yeah well so i there, huh? i kind of loathed those events so i was not doing a lot of mingling
4: yeah i mean that makes sense Well yeah. yeah. but wait okay so santa barbara when you go to say, are you going to be commuting from Santa Barbara to LA all the time? Or well, like, is the room going to be in Santa Barbara?
2: No, ha- no, no. I, I have, like, I have a little Pieda Terence in Los Angeles, gotcha. Los Angeles. So, uh, I would probably come in on like Sunday night and then go back, you know, whenever I could go back like gotcha. Thursday or something.
1: You know how you have trouble finding an apartment here? He has an apartment here just as kind of a joke.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I just I just said I'm Jewish. They start throwing real estate. At
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a tear literally means like I stick my feet in it. Yeah, yeah. T- Somewhere uh, where someone could live a full life, he just <laughs> keeps to
4: put his feet in. When he's nearby. And then, okay, sorry. Last, last, last question. Uh, why can't you just say no, like to, to coming back?
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's a combination thing because I can't. First of all, like Seth. McFarlane, our Lord and Savior, Mm -hmm. feels that it's important that we're in person. So I can't say that. (laughs) And also, uh, my wife wants to move back to california so i have oh, double two people yes. that i can't say no to right um so that's kind of the uh the situation there but that said we found a lovely place in a lovely area so I'm excited. don't worry about him he'll be fine
3: yeah <laughs> <laughs> you I put just, those I was... worries
1: out of your mind cool okay uh, i'm done well, jc i'm gonna come right. pick you up for lunch well i'm gonna yes. i'm gonna give you a nice send-off here, here yasser i love you i think you're so unbelievably talented we've we've only scratched the surface man we have you're
4: gonna you're gonna have to be here for a while i'm sorry (sighs) okay and then here's my send off real quick jc sulk love you guys both clearly but goldie you you literally changed my life you are one of the funniest people i've ever met goldie came to my movie and like gave no like he's always there for me every single time i've needed him his family's incredible steph's incredible i love you guys so much and thanks for having me Yes. Oh, Same, and you should. We will cut that, but thank
2: you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. great. That, thanks, Yasser. That thank you. was incredible. Yeah, I'll see you a little bit. Thanks, Yasser. <laughs> yeah, I'm pronouncing your name right already. It only took me Yasser. one more.
1: <laughs> thank you so right. much. That was right. awesome. Thanks, dude. That was so
4: thank fun. you. That was
2: Good. awesome. Bye. 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 Ah. <laughs> 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 oh. Goldie, your friend Yasser was just lovely. What, yes. a, what a great, it was so I nice talking it. to him. I yeah. love when guests are so conversational like that. Yes, it's awesome. 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 Hilarious. Hilarious. All right, but we transition from that. Oh, we change from that. We, we go to <laughs> a <call> part back. <laughs> of the show we like to call Top 5. Top 5 oh beautiful <laughs> And goldie this was your category tell us what yes. we're top five and about yes. today
1: uh these are the top five popular foods you don't care if you ever eat again yes so these I, are just like it. widely accepted foods that if you never had them again you'd be fine yes Yep. Uh, us so off. here here are mine A top my num- number five i said it last week i won't re-rant it up okay rice <laughs> Thanks yes. for the rice. <laughs> Super popular. Don't need it. Number four. I could never eat this again and I'd be fine. Ham. <laughs> <laughs> ham. <laughs> I love the way you said it. Ham. Almost oh, every ham. piece of ham is disgusting. <laughs> it's and just... it's ham. not worth it for the few good pieces of ham. So <laughs> buy ham. Buy <Bye. laughs> ham. Yeah, that's what I say. Buy ham. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, fried chicken. No, (laughs) No. so overrated. Don't need it. Almost rarely eat it. Only eat it if like that's the only thing being served. And I, I, but if if you didn't like that, wait wait till number two. Oh boy, this is gonna be very controversial. Number two, donuts. <gasps> oh, how dare you I do you? not need to eat a don- donut Donut is worse jealous. cake So in any situation where you're getting a donut If someone gives you a piece of chocolate cake It is better oh, Ergo oh.
0: I prefer donuts over
2: cake You do not need donuts Ice wow. better. I would love a donut on a piece of fried chicken <laughs> no. A croissant is better I love
1: croissant that, So many things are better croissant. Croissant. <laughs> Number one the, the, I, I'm courting controversy, Skip Bayless style, with this one. I just want to be talked about. <laughs> pizza.
0: Ah, what? God, you can baby. live without it. You can live, can without, live pizza. without it. I can live
1: without it. That is controversial. Oh, I like
0: it. Wow. We
1: just, it's
2: okay. We, we just lost longtime listener Artie yeah. Johan. I'm sorry, Artie, <laughs> it's, for that. It's good and at
1: its best. It's, you know, it's very good, wow. but there's just so many other things. I like the individual components of pizza better yes. than pizza itself. Wow. I like bread, I like cheese. Do like I need tomatoes.
0: tomato to get involved? No.
1: I like wow. meat. Sure. Let's just have a sandwich. That is, yeah. yeah.
0: I thought my number one would be riotous, which which might be incredibly controversial. Really great list. That's
2: why we do it controversial. (laughs) This is why would do.
0: Okay, my number five. Ham. (laughs) Oh, ham! (laughs) Um, Swedish fish.
2: Uh, Yeah, yeah. Mm. That's a good one.
0: I would never. I don't even care. I don't even care.
2: Agree with that.
1: Agree. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, number just have, f-
1: just be a jelly bean, you <laughs> gutless fuck!
0: <laughs> you gutless fish! <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: number four, I don't know if this is a hot take or whatever, but pad Thai. Yeah, I can okay, live without pad Thai. Probably...
1: I like it, but every time I touch it, I gain three pounds. I know, <laughs> and it's, it's not so worth it's not heavy. worth being then like obese uh, right. from from it. Like <laughs> I, I like it. But it's and not take, worth the Take that
2: one ground peanut off of it. That, what do we, we don't need that. <laughs> What's the point? What's the point of your. Um,
0: my number, you know, I'm going to flip flop these. My number three anything bell pepper related, roasted red bell peppers. Thank just you. Really disgusting. They just Hate really repulse me. <laughs> anything, Hate. like onions and peppers. No, thank you. Don't Hate want
2: peppers. It. Hate yes. peppers.
0: And then well, that was my number three, right? My number yep. two, dark chocolate. I can live no. without dark chocolate. No. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> uh, that one, no. yeah. No. No, no. no, 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 no. No,
1: no, no, no. That one hurts. <laughs> yeah. That's ah. personal. Yeah, you've ah. never had Tony's Chocolone?
0: I've had tried it. I had Tony's, Yeah. <laughs> I like milk chocolate. Okay.
2: Yes, way better.
0: My number one, this is a hot take, I think. Especially with, I'm gonna guess Goldie. At least I can live without these sandwiches. Ah!
2: No, <laughs> no, that's, that's yes. my lunch every day. <laughs> I can that's live absurd. without that is a sandwich. Absurd.
1: <laughs> that's absurd. Everything, chicken parmesan is good by itself on a sandwich. No, no. Chicken parmesan is best. even better. Oh,
0: I can live without them.
1: Steak and cheese. so, could you oh. live without bread?
0: I mean, I like right. bread. I like bread, you know, with olive oil and cheese. But, you know, mm-hmm. I can live without a sandwich.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah. Look, well, I, knew, I knew when I proposed this topic yeah. that people were going to get their
2: toes stepped on. And yeah. All right, here we go. Get ready for some more toes. All righty. My number five, tacos. Oh. Goodbye, wow. tacos. Oh, wow. Get I them out I of like... here. Don't <laughs> care about them. Messy. Don't care. Do you like no. nachos? Not really. Oh. Oh, you're an idiot! Yeah, I don't, I don't really like them. Uh, number, especially if they're loaded. Oh, get your loaded t- uh, nachos out of here! I don't. Oh, care. Can we get an extra load on these? <laughs> no, I don't want to load on my food. Uh, number four. This is sort of like old persony, anyway. But I, I never eat need to eat another baked potato. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, that's, same. that's a great one. Yeah. yeah.
3: It's Nothing. Just, yeah. Yeah. Don't care.
1: Yeah, because it's 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 all about the topping. Yeah. So that yes. we all know the potato's not good. It's just a host, no, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. It's
2: never cooked enough in the middle. It's like uh, it's dry. Oh no! It's it's steaming hot. It's cold. It's hot. It's cold. <laughs> and it's dry.
3: Yeah. Exactly.
2: I, okay. I'm on board. With I'm that. glad you got that. Number three. <laughs> I have a feeling Goldie might agree with me on this one. Number three for me, pancakes. Oh.
1: Uh, I don't agree with you, but I almost had waffles, which I think is the worst version
2: of the pancake. Because if yeah. you're going to eat I'm a waffle, with just
1: have pancakes. Yeah. You know,
2: for me, I, I prefer the Eggo. Put them in the toaster. Don't make me mix a bunch of shit for this, like cake. <laughs> the
0: convenience of it. Um,
2: all right. Number two, this might be controversial. Never need to eat it again. Popcorn. No. no, no, no. I can't. <laughs> you can't. I won't can't. allow it. Pepcon. Don't need any more Pepcon. No. What about smart food? <laughs> no, never gave a shit about smart smart food. The only thing I might give a shit in that realm is caramel corn, which I like.
0: Yes, love it.
2: All right, number one. Lasagna. No, I don't need another without... lasagna ever again. Wow! Giant, That's heavy, <laughs> tough but fair. <laughs> I can, I can <laughs> see <you>. it. Thank yes. <laughs> you. That's exactly the conceded. reaction I wanted. <laughs>
3: oh, great!
2: Uh, that was a great category. It really Look at that. was really fun. Look at what you got. Our, our cockles in uh whatever <laughs> whatever happens to cockles when you get upset. Um. All right. So my category for next week top 5 songs that you no i'm just kidding it's uh top 5 professions that allow you to be an asshole. Oh, very wow. good. okay. Top 5 professions that allow you to be an asshole and there're probably way more than 5, but these are the top.
0: Allow five, so. you? Okay.
2: Like yeah. I would say I'm just
1: just hearing this I would yeah. say uh, bartender at a popular bar. That's
2: great. Ooh. hold on to that that's yeah. awesome but that's okay. exactly gotcha. the right okay. tone right.
0: without like getting sued kind of thing
2: right like okay. the, it's like just kind of expected that <laughs> right. somehow that they're gonna be an asshole alright okay. anyway that'll be next week uh, and also next week, we have a great guest coming on. Uh, Justin Halpern. And, Goldie, this is another get from you. So tell us a little bit about what we can expect from uh, Mr. Halpern next
1: well, week. Well, Justin Halpern, uh, he first rose to prominence from Shit My Dad Says. Right. Yeah. A Twitter about his dad that became yeah, a William Shatner-led TV show. Yes. Cool. Um, and now he's a veteran TV writer, and he runs— I would say probably the most successful show on TV,
2: Abbott Elementary.
1: Wow, that's so cool.
2: That's a get. Way to go, Goldie. That's awesome. Total get. Um, And now, so that'll be next week, but now let's end our show, as we do every week, on a high note. Oh, thank you, Tom and Max. That's just beautiful. Beautiful (laughs) beautiful. harmony. Does anyone want to lead off? Mine's pretty... Sure. You day. go,
0: Goldie. You never So go
2: there are certain parenting milestones, and if
1: you check them off, you can feel slightly better about yourself. At least my kid knows how to do this. And yes. some of them are confusing, and some of them are pretty easy. But one that's very difficult is the riding of a bicycle. Yes. Because <laughs> how do you explain to someone like how to balance <laughs> on this weird contraption and keep your legs moving and do the brakes and whatever? So... I had bought my kid a bicycle a few years ago, and I posted a, an Instagram video when we she opened it and didn't know what a bicycle was. So somehow oh, right. I'd already I already failed, that. didn't recognize it. <laughs> and then we, I'd been trying to teach her, and it it really wasn't working. So I took the pedals off, I unscrewed them, and just made it so she could balance for a while. And then after dinner, every so often, we would just go around the street a couple times. But You know, she just turned seven, and then sometimes you see littler kids riding by, and they're five, and you go, fuck, like, this kid knows my kid doesn't. Yeah. So the other day, uh, we get home, and she says, hey, Dad, can you put the pedals back on the bicycle? And I'm like, yeah, whatever. So I put the pedals back on. I give her the bike, and she just takes off down the street.
2: Oh. What? And canal like
1: bicycle. That's, that's So awesome. I didn't. I mean I, I, wow. she did it, but I did it. <laughs> we did it. I we did, did it.
2: Did it. We did I did it. it. I'm
1: not a total failure. At least I taught both my kids yes. how to ride a bike. That's and really now, amazing. Now you
2: have to show her breaking away so she can tape oh. herself to the bike. <laughs> oh, Which I know is incredible. one of your one that's of your great so expressions. Cool. That's um, really cool. Uh, JC, did you want to go or Sure, I'll go.
0: What, okay. Um, 2023, <laughs> 2023. Take he played with <laughs> Dominic Fike, an incredible artist, truly an artist. He is also an actor um, on Euphoria, but they really, they took really good care of me as his guest, uh, his whole crew and band, and it was just an amazing performance. It was maybe like 40,000 people. Wow, watching the show. I mean, I tried to. Capture a short video to to see the perspective and. Were you backstage or were you? Yeah, I was able to stand um, side stage with where the monitor engineer Courtney let me. She gave me a pack with. I had my in ear, so I had the front of house mix. I could hear it perfectly. And see Stu very close. We were, you know, making eyes at each other. Aww. yeah! It was a great. It was really great. So that was that's my hand. awesome. Congrats. Awesome
2: way to go, Thank Stu. Go, that's sweet. Forty thousand people. That's almost a Black Monday crowd. <laughs> 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 um, all right, my high note this week is Succession. Oh. Um, yeah, you know we've talked about the show before on here, and as a writing podcast, ostensibly, like, just have to tip. The cap to what these writers and performers are doing on that show. Um, JC, the cat was out of the bag. It was sort of spoiled for you a little earlier. But yes, there was a big change in the show this season. I won't say it again, in case people missed it. But, and I kind of felt like once that change happened, I said, I was thinking to myself, like, well, the show's over. Like, what are they doing now? But oddly, it's gotten even better. It's oh, somehow so cool. they've written it into this change to make all these complex characters even more complex and fucked up. And it's just so awesome watching them deliver these speeches, be in these situations. And, the, uh, you know, as a, as a writer, you know, I write fart jokes for a cartoon baby <laughs> and puns on on Twitter. But these people who write for Succession are doing amazing work with this show. So that's that's my high note. i that's, gotta got to give it up for them. So great, great job over note. there. Like they need to hear it from this little podcast, but they're going to.
3: <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> cool. Anyway, that was a fun show this week. Yeah. Yasser, Loved it. great. Uh, you two, awesome. So are you. And uh, thank you all for listening, and we'll be back to talk to you next week. Yeah, yeah, sure we will. And <laughs> <typical, laughs> That
1: was
4: fun. And
1: it
3: starts right now.
1: William Milliam.